please stand by for another episode of Wired Shut. Wide to shut. Wide shut. I'll go first. Sure, you go first. No, you go. Okay, you. No, no, <laughs> no you, you hang you, up. No, you go. Uh, welcome to Wide Shut. I'm your host Jesse. He's your host Logan. Oh, sorry. Well, I wasn't ready. Welcome to Wide Shut. I'm your host Jesse. He's your host Logan. Yes. <laughs> Is this thing on? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> You're ruining it. <laughs> It's been so good. This I'm, t- I'm telling mom. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was so. Um, we're on such a good roll. Yeah, no. Just what, invo- what episode involves, did that involves start? me hitting you and then you bleeding from the face? You go, oh no, 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 no! I didn't hit you that hard. I swear, please don't tell. Don't anyone. tell mom. <laughs> don't tell mom. <laughs> Do you know what episode we started doing? The I'm your host Jesse. He's your host Logan. He's your host Logan. He's your host Jesse. Um, that sort of question assumes that I have been listening to any of these episodes when I edit them, and I don't. Um, I do, but I can't remember. Uh, I'd like to think Peak Fergie around that era, like after we got past the actually. Just because it's the only episode whose name you remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> a, a resigned ep- yes said by all. It's not a resigned yes at all. That was a great episode. <laughs> no, I mean, you're a yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it was a great episode. I'll come after me. <laughs> well, let's fire straight into it. What have you been watching recently? Um, uh, nothing exciting. I, I've watched all the E3 stuff, so we'll crack onto that in a little bit. Okay. Um, uh, I watched um, I Am Mother on Netflix, the um, new... Oh, I'm, uh, yeah, I still haven't seen it yet, but feel free to talk about Not it. Not Jessica Beals, uh, what's her name's? Hillary uh, Hillary's uh, Swank. Hillary's Wank. Um. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, yeah, so it's... Uh, um, yeah. Takes, takes... Jesse Smith, 27, <laughs> 2019. Yeah. What year is it? Why don't I know what year it is? Uh, so I Am Mother is post-apocalyptic in nature. Uh, takes place entirely in a bunker. Where uh, after a, an extinction event, uh, a robot is basically woken up and starts processing embryos and fast tracking them to grow. Uh, it only does it with one at a time for some reason, uh, and essentially raises the kid as its child. So it's this basically following one person. One, right. it's it's one to two act. It's two actors at best. Yeah. Plus, plus uh, Rose Byrne playing the mother robot with the voice. Yeah, oh, okay. Not mad about. Um, you're going to really like this film for just, you know, you don't get to see any mushroom clouds. Because uh, it's a Logan film. Yeah. But, uh, is that what you mean, or just I'll like it? It's got a very big budget, like, for what it is. It's essentially moon in a bunker. Um, yeah, that, that was what I got from... Did you know it was a blacklisted script? No, but that makes perfect sense because it's a great story, <laughs> um, and it's it's got quite a decent budget to it as well. Um, oh yeah, like they're very low key with the the um, practical effects and everything because they don't you know once you build a sci-fi set you've pretty much just play with that sci-fi set and it's basically what you need to spend. Yeah, it's just just set chewing for an entire movie. Yeah, but the the robot design and the flu it's clearly a person in a suit for most of the time. Um, yeah. But Is it the meant to action, make you think of GLaDOS? A little bit, I think. With a little bit of, um, this is an Intel Pentium um, 4 processor from 2005. <laughs> and a little bit of Alan Rickman from um, Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah, well, just a smidge of, you know, when you install a graphics card and the graphics card has, like, sweet visuals to it when you're um, opening up, like, the um, NVIDIA kind of software mean, attached to it. You mean, like, the... The hot robot woman on the box art. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. got that kind of vibe to it. Um, but the the physicality of the robot is insane. Like, there's points in the movie where shit 
obviously starts going down and so this robot starts sprinting through the facility to get from where oh so it's, it sets up a solid hour of not doing that it's a it's a very genial slow moving kind of um gentle approach so to a but, certain point and they make you realize that the thing's actually fucking insanely capable yeah absolutely like it's it's clearly more than capable of protecting everything in that facility um and so it, like it sprints from one end of the the building to the other at, like high speed and it it moves really fucking cool like it's clearly again a person in a suit with a little bit of um cg to it yeah but goddamn, it's it's i um i zoned out in parts but because it is a quite a it's not a long long movie hang on let me just see the the the, the, the order running times but is it like a solid 90 um yeah and it, it, it it's at two hours one hour 55 okay. so it, yeah. it falls into the standard um really cool sci-fi concept third act kind of falls off the rails a little bit in terms of keeping your interest <laughs> um is that a thing all sci-fis do yeah, because every every like, is there small a sci-fi, sci-fi a is act? well. Every every sci-fi tends to be built upon this premise of kind of intrigue and worldliness and interest. But they're, when they're building a story like that, there's naturally a, a, a turn. Yeah, and, and the the turns always the yeah. Is it just me or do all sci-fi movies do that? Almost Danny Boyle shit hits the fan moment and just. And now, now it's going to be a twenty-minute-long music video with a. It's very. It's a little yeah, bit like yeah. Sunshine. Um, Deus Ex Twenty-eight Machina. days later. Yeah, like non 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 Danny Boyle films do Ex it too. But yeah, but yeah. It was just people running around. It's all frantic and it's scary and yep. the shits hit the fan. Yeah. Um, so Hilary Swank plays a human. I think Interstellar. From- Sorry, to cut. I think Interstellar is probably the only one where the third act is actually like a yeah because i don't know if he did it on purpose because he wrote it seemingly it was jonathan nolan i think who wrote it but um it's written in such a way that the turn happens naturally at the same sort of point in the movie but it does it in the reverse effect you spend the first two thirds with with um, obviously premise set up in action and yeah. like intrigue and these wondrous amazing high-paced kind of things actually happening and then in the third act there's 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 intensity to it but it's emotional intensity not not yeah um not fear for fear there's fear for um matthew mcconaughey's yeah. life and everyone's life and all of that like it's all going to potentially fall apart what the hell's happening but it's more it's trans- more it's, about recontextualizing things you've already seen yeah it's modern day also, 2001 that, really because 2001 did the ex- same thing yeah it yeah. really did if you if you extend from that think about all nolan movies are basically the, just the prestige yeah like the actual joke for other uh, the the magic trick formation not the movie itself like all nolan movies are about showing you a series of events and then doing that um they do that uh, unraveling like saw of what's just movie, happening yeah. saw movie um, montage video where it explains why what you already saw was actually affected by how it ends and yet it doesn't get old because <laughs> people would like to like he, he taps into um, he's he's satisfying um, the right part of the brain that wants that narrative to gently just be explained to them have you ever seen that video where he explains how he likes to do um, time in movies Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... And he like draws a parabola, and then he like knocks lines across it, and like shows the flow of time. Mm. And, and it... it makes no sense whatsoever, but he thinks it does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it <laughs> it's, makes... it's it's baffling, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like I can tell it makes <sighs> sense to him. because yeah. his movies make sense. Yeah. Um, and he. Sorry, back that... to what you said. No, no, yeah, it's all good. Um... So you're clearly a, you're a man in you're well dressed man in a suit. I have to trust what you're saying right now. Yeah. Time is wibbly wobbly. Um, <laughs> and he's clearly a character from his own cinematic yeah, universe. But that's why um you know, uh, if I was thinking about his least interesting films that he's done in terms of concept, it to me it's yeah. Dunkirk. But Dunkirk was done so fucking well and it played specifically and nothing yeah. on nothing else except that whole twenty four hour day. Probably, yeah, it's you know, it's hour, his most yeah. literal film he's ever done to the mm. point where it's basically has no dialogue, and still it plays with time the exact same way. Yeah. 
but it just plays with time to create a different sense I, of urgency. If we think about it, like, I'm surprised Dunkirk wasn't like the first movie he did, or the one that like you know it's like got catapulted him. Yeah, it's got years of um, well, like maybe his second or third, but it's got years of not student film, but ex- a little bit of ex- experimental to it. Like you, you said, there's almost no dialogue in it. Yeah, um, I, I get what you mean by that. But I'm also very mindful of nobody gets to do a movie about um, any war event without English, <laughs> yeah. English World War One on a Hollywood budget without being already really successful. Yeah, that's true. Mm. What's his next film coming out anyway? I feel like I should know I this. Know. Actually, I do oh, know. I just can't remember. While I look that up, so um, what's her name? Hillary's Wanks um, is a human that... Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> I could never believe that. Despite Wait, what, what you've heard and you've seen in every other film she's been in, she's technically human. Um, is he remaking Memento? It'd be amazing if he's making it seem like a remake, but it's really just the same movie again, told in a different way, and you're like, holy shit. <laughs> Did I forget about watching that movie? Yeah, Memento it is. He's original. Re- he's remaking it. But it's got no year on it, is it? And that's a writer credit. Uh, maybe somebody bought the rights to it, has the rights to it. He's not going to direct it. It's got nothing to do with it except being given a writer credit for the original screenplay. But why, though? Why would you remake Memento? It's a good movie, but it's... it's I mean, it might... It, it's it limited... Might, by his do well as a uh, uh, what's what's the Bradley Cooper movie about him being very good with the pills and he gets the pills and he gets all the smarts and they made a TV show Limitless Limitless yeah it might be a Limitless sort of thing where they've they've optioned it to become a TV series of some kind around the same premise this is a guy with no memory that solves crimes. Yeah, <laughs> he's partnered with a um, with a the hotshot young Latina woman detective. And the uh, the suit from uh, Swamp Thing because they wanted to reuse it. <laughs> oh man, that was rough. Eh? <laughs> it, it was apparently just the powers that be. The studio wanted it to be a crime procedural. And they were oh. like, no, that's clearly not what this is. No, I thought it was um, the the city where it's being filmed. Um, what, pulled funding? No, uh, well, in, a, in a way, their um, tax credit, they completely under, they, they misrepresented what the tax credit would actually be. So the show was going to cost them an extra like $15 million to make. Oh. So they're like, Yo, well, no, that's not going to happen then. So it might move cities, but who's to say? Okay, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I don't doubt that. But I also heard that because you look at the all the other studio um, hated what um, what the showrunners wanted yeah, it to be. I find that hard to believe, considering what DC Universe is making right now. Like, if you've seen, um, uh, no, my answer no. to that is no. If you have, like, have I, seen. I, I, if you have seen, and the answer is no, because I I hate DC. Let me rephrase, because I know exactly. Yeah, if you have had, I mean, I don't seen. hate DC. I hate um, what do I hate? I hate. I hate TV based on comic books. Yes, yeah. um, Doom Patrol and and Titans have nothing to do with the average crime procedural. It's the violent and angry and still goofy and dumb as shit. But um, they're not like Arrow or or uh, Flash or anything to that Smallville level of token bullshit. But Oops. but like if Swamp Th- they they I can't believe that they wouldn't have wanted Swamp Thing because it wasn't what they were expecting it to be because well, how do you let going, it get that far without knowing what it's going to be well, they're going out of their way to make the weirdest TV shows now and they don't seem to actually give a shit who watches it or not it's just part of their streaming service platform so it's genuine creative freedom for people who want to make weird shit based on their weirdest comic books so uh, I don't know I mean if that happens then I'm all for it mm. Uh, what was I going to say? So, Hillary Swanks is human. Um, Hillary Swank. Uh, fights her way into the facility and young girl um, sees her and, you know, meets another human and like, oh my god, another human, what's going on? And naturally, the entire story that the robot mother has been telling her 
this entire time starts to unravel as you learn that the robot mother um, there's more like her outside yeah. the facility and pretty much everywhere either decimating humans or um, <laughs> or guarding guarding the facility and doing all sorts of weird shit so when Hilary Swank meets that robot mother she's like holy shit what the fuck is this this thing trying to kill me yeah. Uh, why is there one in here pretending to be a mother? And then uh, hilarity ensues. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. You mean that kind of just the the, the third act Danny Boyle thing? Like yeah. Just talking about? yeah. But if you like a um, a stern, hot woman's voice in Rose Byrne telling you what to do through a computer, then you like this movie. All right. Hmm. Well, I'm talking like to you to talk specifically, Logan, not the listeners. I'm going like to watch that. it. No, I'm sorry. I'm going to watch I'm just like, I know. No, you will fucking <laughs> shove it down your throat. You prick. <laughs> Schoolboy bitch. <laughs> Punk ass motherfucker. <laughs> Almost dropped the N word there. Not going to do that. Fucking oh. weeb. <laughs> <laughs> this is at the point where if you're in the Cracker same room... Cracker ass fool. Uh, throwing shit at each other while trying to maintain some level of composure i think this i mean I, i'm never gonna go back and listen to confirm oh man we've never actually started recording this episode that's terrible really um, no yeah i'm just fucking with you carry on uh, why would you do that to <laughs> this is gold no we're good we've got 16 um, minutes of gold i was gonna say the i i wondered i've never actually listened to check but i would have wondered whether there was any um Certainly we had 16 minutes of gold. Now whatever you're talking about, it's garbage. But carry on. <laughs> Schoolboy bitch. <laughs> Punk ass motherfucker. Cracker. <laughs> um, I was wondering whether, you know, there was, whether there was ever a loss of, like, spark moving from, moving to remote conversation. Uh, there is in the sense that we can't get each other drinks. Um, True. And about. also, um, the aircon isn't oh constantly my God, making my nose con. block. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my own desk now. I'm not complaining. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I. We were always like 90% of the way of actually setting that room up into a proper um, I mean, com- like conversational uh, yeah, like round a, table a sort of approach. Situation. Yeah. I mean, if, if I... If I was to visualize what the studio I'm ear quoting to myself right now looks like, oh, I would still draw a picture of that building. Mm. Like, I mean, that room that would still have that like cool brick wall and shit. Oh, that's such a good brick wall. If we yeah. ever do, um, build our own studio. Oh, we ever do um, video streaming of what we're doing. We'll just add a respective green screen behind each of us and put that cool brick wall behind both of us, so it looks like we're in the same room. <laughs> Can we, can we get like two Muppet looking things that look like us and then film them doing like mouth open and close oh, yeah. and then just get, you know, like you can get that software that just kind of uh, puppet mouths every time somebody talks, the right voice speaks. Yeah, we could do that. Do we know anyone that makes that sort of shit? No, no. like personalized puppets would be worth thousands of dollars, but mm. not, we're not going to, we'd never bother with that, but um <laughs> We could probably just draw some. Or... Well, like twenty-nine-year-old us wouldn't bother with that, but twenty-one-year-old. I don't know. Us we we off. were both we were both looking at customized lightsabers. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, gr- that looked cool when I was done. Great fucking it. website, yeah. And yeah, then each of those parts is like thirty to forty-five dollars. I assume US each. <clears throat> what was it called? Was it Saber Forge. Saber Forge was the actual website you could buy the parts off. And then it's like Saber Builder or something was the real one. Because I, the link I sent you just will open up with, because it's already built, the lightsaber I built myself, mm. I think. Oh, you're cutting out there, sir. Uh, say words for me. Words for you. No, yeah, hang on. Let me just download what we've got and pause and carry on. Um, um, I watched Shin Godzilla. Ooh, yeah, that's a good film, right? 
I mean, so yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know why. Me being me and loving what I love about everything involved in that movie, I have no idea why I've never seen it till now. Yeah, um, I, I I thought you had because it was known as Godzilla Resurgence as well during the re- yeah its re- well, release. But... When when I tried to watch it, it was really hard to get, and <sighs> then I just kind of f- Fell forgot off the it existed. Yeah. Like the design still, um, of the like the skin of the gods of Godzilla and his back and everything still creeps me out. And even it's like textures. when he starts off and he's like the floppy fish monster thing. Yeah. And he he both looks gawky and weird, but that makes it like he, he because he's almost accidentally comical, it makes it even scarier. Yeah, there's just something off about it, eh? Like very like it's, it's I a, believe the, that would be radioactive as shit looking at it. Yeah. And <laughs> the, there's no there's no rhyme or reason to what's going on. It's literally just this is probably how the chi- Japanese government, almost said Chinese, that's <coughs> probably racist, um, how the Japanese government would just cope with this natural disaster. It yeah. just happens to be a monster. This is their Chernobyl. Yeah. I'm just watching the trailer again, and God, it's a good time. And they know what they're doing with the um, like deep red uh, background with black font across everything and it's just yeah yeah and um godzilla's like his mouth cannon thing being like something that starts as fire and then gets up to like jet engine speed and then yeah. turns into a, a focused uh, laser beam like that a he's screaming a uh, fucking yeah nuclear laser beam yeah much better than the um i was really hoping they would get to that in the actual godzilla movie they released here but this this is and i i really like the idea more and more of just we show me the great single one-off version of a thing don't Mm. don't try and make a series out of it in terms of the film you mean like like of anything because you know everything has to be a continuous story yeah 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 but yeah, if you if you take Godzilla one, what is it? It's it's got it's Japan. Japan's being nuked, metaphored with a monster. Mm, mm. That only happened once. It didn't have endless sequels of the nuke fighting other things. Mm, mm. It, it doesn't. It's not necessary, and it it, it detracts from the original. Mm. But if you just take one big scary thing, do it once, and like. The way his, his eyes change and then his mouth opens into three pieces. Mm, mm. Lo- and then he just... He looks like a genetic monstrosity, something that would have been like oozed out of the Chernobyl spill, like the um, what the elephant's foot. Yeah. Like that's what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, he looks like he's just well, all he's overcoated got, and oh, burns. No, well, he is. He's got like human bodies and shit charred through the back of his like his back and everything. He's got like human bodies. Well, so the suggestion is because they, you know, when they look at his DNA yeah. and they look at him, he's because he's almost like built out of repeating parts. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so the the belief is his next evolution either will still happen, or if they had failed to stop him by putting him to sleep his next Godzilla evolution would have just been to split into bajillions of smaller human-sized creatures. Mm, mm. Like and a... Just, um, what do you call it? Uh, it's that damn monster movie that people like. The, the, the uh, American thing? one. The found, uh, Cloverfield. You know, when you've got yeah, this giant yeah. creature with things spilling off of it that just... Yeah. Words, to me, the thing it makes me think of even more is bloody um what's it um shit the, the natalie portman movie where they go into the bubble oh yeah annihilation yeah like he looks like godzilla looks like if you touched him he'd just be like this fractal being where the mm. closer you looked up the more he'd just be terrifying to touch and try and understand mm, mm. and yeah, and the fact that he's like a moving statue. Yeah, yeah, it's like his head moves, his tail moves, his legs move, but almost nothing else. Everything else just seems to be like, like his arms are locked in place, charred and ruthless, and yeah. He's he's like it's 
It's a horror movie. Yeah, God, yeah. It's. But it. And yeah, like you can see the whole. It in parts that they've recaptured like the creepy, waves of, rubble blowing away and stuff. It mm. looks like the the, um, tsunami that hit mainland Japan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's and, what um, this movie was kind of a response to, wasn't it? it was Fukushima? Yeah, it was yeah. that. It's, and it is. I've never seen so much conversation about the awkward relationship between Japan and America before. Well, yeah, it's because they're so. Um, it's like a nanny state situation where they're not allowed to do anything to achieve anything until America says it's okay. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. They're, they're this weird. I mean, they're not allowed an army, they're not allowed a navy, they're not allowed... Their harbour is full of American um, warships. Mm. Um, the closest they get to a military is being able to militarise their police force, which... They've got the oh, SDF, JSDF, yeah. Yeah, where they're allowed to actually spend their military budget is on that kind of stuff. And they, It's about policing themselves. Yeah, and all their equipment, if, as I understand it, is which basically is that they're allowed American to get a, shit on loan. Yeah, which is weird that the Americans would at least allow for that sort of thing, considering if we look back across a fascist state, that's usually what happens first, is you militarize the fuck out of your police force, um, and then but you take control of your country from within. It's called, like, <clears throat> Article 27 or something. Like, they're not... They can only use it to defend themselves internally, and mm. they can only do so with permission of yeah. the American government. Yeah, I suppose otherwise you'd get a, a more um, extreme measure of the Yakuza and gangs and stuff running and corruption running the country more than it kind of does. That'd be terrifying. Mm. Um, and it's it it I don't know why it didn't occur to me it was so Evangelion-esque until after I looked well, up and found out that he was involved. Well, when you look at those shots where um, you see like the the seaside little towns, and you see Godzilla wading through the water by the cliffs, <laughs> yeah, and, that's and all the images I had in my head for what would be like a if we were to make something like like an Evangelion style film, it would take place in a sleepy small um, oceanside yeah. town with this massive, think, massive fucking. Have we monstrous, discussed that on here before? I don't know if we discussed it on here, but yeah, just that idea of that massive, monstrous yeah, beast and, like, living just off the hanging coast. Hanging out in a tiny harbor, uh, in, a, in a like wide open, like an inlet shallow, of some kind of day, yeah, yeah, like a cove, a firth, yeah, <laughs> a colon, if you will. <laughs> um, it, but it's it's that. Which I think Evangelion captures really well, just terrifyingly otherworldly chaotic destruction mm -hmm. that's not, there's nothing, there's no humour to it. It's not played off because it's cool to look at. You're just watching just pure havoc being wreaked by something that is too big and fundamentally incapable of being understood mm, mm. yeah well, what else there's Christopher Tennant or Tennant who's that uh, no it's Nolan's next film that oh he's actually Tenet. Doing. Yeah. Tenet yeah it's an espionage film oh it's the one he's doing with Robert Pattinson and um, Aaron Taylor Johnson that's right interesting combination oh, hang on just a second Michael Caine's in this movie <laughs> of course he is who would have thought <laughs> and Kenneth Branagh the 90s answer to Christopher Nolan <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to take you on a journey huh we, we would think of it we always used to make fun of like Kenneth uh, uh, Nolan during um, the other movie like um Inception, especially, where he's casting uh, DiCaprio basically as himself in that role yeah. because he's like same haircut, same suit, same yeah, kind of approach yeah, yeah. to everything. Now that he's like in his late forties, now he's casting like a Kenneth Branagh style man who's basically <laughs> the same thing, <laughs> but with more charisma. Do you, do you think? Um, do you think DiCaprio was actually like aware of that? <clears throat> 
I feel like it was actually DiCaprio's choice, and maybe to, to, whether to just or not pretend to be Nolan, and whether or not Nolan was aware of it. <laughs> uh, so I think about that, like I look at one of the characters that I envisioned for one of my stories yeah. and the older I get the more I realise I look more like him the older <laughs> I get <laughs> well I have to assume like during like a pitch meeting that Nolan would have been talking really passionately about Inception to DiCaprio and breaking it all down and explaining how it's all going to work and doing hand gestures and shit and DiCaprio basically goes that's I'm in but also quietly that's how I'm going to play it <laughs> is this well dressed uh, director you know just uh, overseeing uh, the, this the, entire the type of man that wears three quarters of a suit <coughs> as yeah. day wear yeah. <laughs> well he might get into some sort of punch up in the streets but he wants to look good doing it you know, sleeves rolled up kind of guy it's <laughs> picturing him in, yeah, in a three quarter suit with sleeves rolled up just fighting somebody yeah you know, um, just so Sherlock style name? Spike Spellingell or whatever yeah, yeah. people <laughs> Oh, the Bebops? Oh, yeah, the Bebop movie. Yeah. Filming in New Zealand currently. Is it a movie or a TV show? Bebop. It's a miniseries, isn't it? Mini-series? Like a five episode? It's a Netflix thing, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's have a squiz. After working with those people, some yeah, part of me is like. An episode live action miniseries. Some part of me is like, hey guys, give me a job. I mean, can't have yeah. to ask. Let's get him on the horn. The weird thing is they're like a company that barely exists on paper. Oh really? They're just very off off the grid. It's 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 a Texan company. Oh. Okay. Oh that's right, it's got a- John Cho in it. He's Yeah, he, yeah. He's he's he is. Spike. He's the titular Bebop. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. Interesting. Um, I don't think so, Tim. Was it Three Arts Entertainment or Midnight Radio? None of the above. No, I'm, I'm not actually going to discuss that on the yeah, just to. I think that's bad. No, fair enough. So basically, what we're saying is Logan ordered a few prostitutes for a production company and. Uh, now they won't call him back. <laughs> 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 When, when I turned up and they said, where's the prostitutes? And I just said, you're looking at them. <coughs> he took his clothes off, but then he just proceeded to talk about Evangelion for two hours until they came. Took my clothes off and then just <laughs> coughed like I did. Just <coughs> Hey, but the important thing is everybody came. Ah, uh, yep. <laughs> and that's the sound they make when they did. <laughs> Um, uh, I I told you to watch that that video by Node on the the uh, new VR game tech. I mean, you told me to do a lot of things. <coughs> Is it Boneworks? No. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Boneworks on Valve N- Index. Node Boneworks. Um, are you on the Node channel? You know what? I am. Yeah, it is Boneworks on Valve Index. Cool. Just um, where are we? Probably. Oh wow, those nerds look so lifelike. <laughs> it's it's just the the way they react to being injured and mm. how they climb themselves back to their feet using like AI subsystems. But the you look at that game. Tell me that doesn't look like Half Life. Yeah. I mean, when we think about Half-Life and all those early Valve games, it was essentially... Oh, you mean in terms of like they're secretly making of uh, Half-Life I mean, 3? the aesthetic is, uh, yeah. is... There's something just unquestionably... Cheap, universal, and timeless about it? And it, it looks like the uh, the Valve Half-Life engine. Right, yeah. Like, uh, you know, call me crazy, but it... it and then when you go... Um, like you look at the one of their main videos of it's it's actually the pinned video on their homepage, mm. um, where it's Boneworks Combat VR Combat Evolved. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Are those not just Half-Life head crabs that have had a reskin? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And the main enemies they've showed so far are zombies, mm. which the Half-Life has with the head crab people. And one of the main trailers, he's shown to be uh, picking up a crowbar and bashing a yep. box with yep. it. <laughs> so, and, and they are... Uh, they have been under non-disclosure with Valve based on the index but they're also there's only so much they can show of the game and he, he says that they don't the, um, the tech of the soldiers is like where they are at yet mm. at, the, at this stage so that's why you can't um, yeah that's why they're not skinned or anything mm. Mm. but and the, the the fact that it's got a logo of a science company that looks just like somebody's just taken aperture and then reskinned it. Yeah. It's um be interesting and, to see. Like if people start getting their hands on like early like beta versions of this game, I feel like somebody's just gonna rip it to shreds and figure out what's actually behind the scenes of it to confirm such suspicions. Um so it's it's not even it's I think it's the number one like wish listed game. Or, or like followed game on Steam oh, right really? now or like top 10 yeah yeah but it, it's it's not releasing yet I like that but the um the this the suit like the the character that you're playing as is is just literally wearing a mocap suit you look at his arms and his sleeves it's just a mocap suit in the in the game oh, you mean the like picture of the guy on the posters no 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 like when you're looking down at your own arms while you're holding the guns it's in a, it's it's the same standard mocap suit with the little um, diamonds and triangles across it. Yeah. Mm. Well, do do you have um, uh, Steam open currently? I don't think that's any of your business, sir. Um, no, but I can. So if you go to the Boneworks page, mm. tell me all the the um, artwork doesn't look secrets. placeholder as fuck. Is um, Cyberpunk VR? Is it, are they going down no, that no, road? No, they oh. fucking should. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, because that's how you create a very like four-dimensional experience with what's essentially meant to be a um, yeah, know, meant to blur the ideas of what reality are meant to be. It would be would be with that game. They'll probably wait four years and then do a re-release with it, like the. See, if you type is Boneworks into Google, mm. it's it's instant thing is Half-Life 3. Oh. Well, yeah, I you're mean, right. Yeah, that, that just means that people are looking it up, but... I'm, um... Yeah, I'm on this, but, on their um, page on Steam, and yeah, you're right, everything does look very placeholder-ish. Yeah. Um... It's... Like, if, if it's not, it's just horrifically ripped off of Half-Life. Mm. mm. And at least uh, Stress Level Zero, the publishers, one of their other, uh, the studio, I mean, one of their other games is very, it's based off of that um, Duck Hunt game. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, But it's, have you seen it? Yeah. 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 How it's like a, it turns, slowly evolves into a horror game. Mm. Um, is old, is, what's his name? Gabe. Gaben. Is he attached to this in any way? Nah. Um, not, not on, not officially. What have you watched recently? Um, other Apart than Shin. Yeah. Need to look in the old Netflixy catalogue and see what else I've um, perused. Quiet Netflix that started playing the um, Head Like a Hole. Oh. Wait, what? On the, is TV, have you seen Happy? I haven't, but it's on my list. Yeah, it's old. Um, it's now on Netflix. Old SUV. Special Victims Unit, dude. Uh, start seeing a cartoon character, dude. Played by Patton Oswalt. 
Yes. First one. Yeah, okay, I need to watch uh, that. How many episodes is it? I watched I watched like a third of an episode of um do you see what's his name? The director? Oh. Iron Man. Oh, Jean Favreau of um the cooking show, Chef Show. Yeah. I watched a little bit of that as well. I tried to get through the first episode with Gwyneth Paltrow and I gave up. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I, I do not need to watch a fairly average cooking show that's um trying to sell goop products. <laughs> oh, God. As okay. as as is long oh. chronicled that this show has a great relationship with goop. This episode in fact brought to you by Goop. Brought to you by what is it like magical vagina rejuvenating egg? Yeah, his name's Chris Martin, but yeah, he can call <laughs> him that too. Hi, but um, what else is on? Have you seen Have you seen the lightsabers you can get from Disneyland? No. So part of the experience is um, so. What have we got? Whilst we were looking at the like. The, the Bible sabers were probably more than twice the price as the ones you get at Disneyland. Mm. Disneyland, the Star Wars attraction, has a new part where you um, you turn up, some guy on the street does like a, hey, you want to come in here and we'll sort you out. Mm. And um, they take you into a room where they talk about having um, like their junkers and they've recovered a whole bunch of saber parts. Right. And they help you um, build a saber in, from a series of... You basically choose one of the four options. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm reading through the... Um, and then you... Yeah. An and each cool. each sort of theme option has... Um, I think it's like four parts where you can choose from one of two options. Yeah, it costs like 400 you, New Zealand dollars to get the for, the for the saber, apparently. Yeah. 200 US plus tax is yeah. their advertised price. Um, and so it, is it a genuine like, light hologram thing or is it like a stick that glows it's a it's a white plastic stick with yep. leds inside it yep. but it um it sequentially lights up oh so like so when you turn on the switch the whole, it goes like, <laughs> yeah yeah and they they swing they make that um do you know there's a subset of lightsaber toys that are designed that you can smack them together and they don't break no like they call them uh, jewel ready or something oh right okay or combat ready yeah I, until a workmate brought this to my attention I had no idea there was such a fucking market for like that sort of shit lightsabers yeah like, yeah, the, the fact that you can buy... But to the point that if humanity was going to go the, like any direction with a particular uh, fictional way of fighting, <laughs> genuinely, <laughs> yeah, they would take up that... Yeah, that would be lightsabers, I think. But there's, there's bound to be, like, groups of people that study, like, fencing, but they're using lightsabers. Yeah. Um, it's gotta be. It's gonna love happen. making goofy things into sports. Get, and get yourself a nice night light shiv or something. And when you go on Saber Forge and even just look up all the different lightsabers that they have available. Mm. I, I guess, are these like just combinations of the parts they sell? Oh, look at these people with their lightsabers and how out of shape they all are. <laughs> <laughs> you, sir, will not be twirling like Darth Maul or some character. You have the body of a Palpatine, but you do not have the wherewithal. <laughs> you gotta have special magic powers to be that decrepit and still be awesome. You got the body of Palpatine. Uh, you got the body. <laughs> you may have um, Palpatine's lightsaber, but you've got Sheen's body <laughs> or Sheev, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> Sheev. <coughs> and I'll sleeve Palpatine. Sheath Palpatine. <laughs> sleeve me, Palpatine. Um, but the all the uh, blades in these things, you like push and twist and they pop out. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. It's pretty cool. So you can just have like a hilt to put on a mantle or whatever if you want to. Mm. Um, I found a new photo for the website for you. It came through real choppy, what'd you say? 
Uh, I found a, a new photo for you, uh, for the website. Oh, go on then. Uh, <coughs> if I can find it now. Where you, where you at, Doc? This is making good radio. There's a lightsaber called the Nihilist. Yay. I like that it works like a. Does it just come? You think a, a nihilist lightsaber just doesn't turn on? I was gonna say, is the nihilist one just two hilts and no blade? <laughs> Got him. Had to do it to him. You do it to yourself, just you. Do and it no one else. Do. Oh, no one else. Yeah, I sent you the picture. On what? Messenger, so. Oh, well, on what? He says. I, I was what? got Messenger open and I didn't get it. Who did you send it to? Oh, I sent it to some someone else completely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad about it. Genius. But, I mean, I'm like, I'm I'm so impressed by the fact that you can so horrifically customize a lightsaber to be your own special thing yeah like the number of components so it just are in, in, insane yeah like um, i mean my one had like a a five foot blade and then like a, and it was like a like i don't even want them but I like put me in a factory that a, builds those and i'll work on them i'll, I'll put things together for other people <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a good time it's cheap <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> yeah, so I sent that to somebody who definitely won't understand it. <laughs> awesome. Is it a um, woman you're no longer going to be able to bang? Possibly. You don't know me, but yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Schoolboy bitch. Uh, Punk-ass motherfucker. Did you watch that Tom Hanks video? No. So it's so in 2009, uh, Sony's uh, CES 2009. 2009 event with like their technology event their E3 I've, I lost my train of thought after that brief indiscretion Logan shat his pants so we had to stop recording and then he shat my pants and then I came um, don't, don't even ask us the logistics of how that worked it's uh it's, uh, yeah, I can't explain it, but it's wild. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Um, what else have we got on? What's going on in the world of everything? Uh, we'll talk about. Yeah. Uh, you're supposed <laughs> to be thinking about something while I'm doing this. Oh, I was just coming in with a beat. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. I don't know. Um, who done? Who done? Does the thing with the next? Who other movies do you want to see come out and have movies that you watch big time enjoy? Uh, do you, does does that Astra look good? I thought so. I, um, I... no idea what the fuck it's about, but um, it's Benjamin Button in space, right? That's what I have to assume is happening. Yes. With just a smidge of um, gravity. Directed by David Gray. James Gray. <laughs> I don't know how you read James. I saw James and read. No, I read the name and then I scrolled uh, down and forgot what I'd read. I see. Um, um, little Odessa, The Yards. Dude's been smashing it since the age of 25, though. Yeah. Um, the Immigrant. Oh, the immigrant. He, oh, and velocity of Z. Okay. So he's, he's he's doing his thing. And he's doing good things. And by the sounds of it, Brad Pitt noticed how good he was with um, specific stories. And uh, was it a Brad Pitt produced thing? Oh yeah, it's. Um, I think most of his movies look like they have been. Uh, what's Brad Pitt's production? Don't you company? start to say something, then swallow mid sentence. Let me just. Let me just. 
Plan B Entertainment is... Plan uh, B. Plan B. <laughs> Which is oh, really you. weird considering it's a production company founded by Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> they never had kids. <laughs> so their plan B was to start a production company. Oh boy. They, they uh, really? Yeah. Wait, they... So they started that before they... I don't know. It was founded in 2001, so yeah. Huh. So, yeah, Plan B produced uh, Troy, Charlie, and the Chocolate Factory, The Departed, Year of the Dog, Assassination of James Jesse James, Bob the Coward, Robert Ford, Time Traveler's Wife, Kick-Ass, Eat, Pray, Love, Tree of Life, Moneyball, Killing Them Softly, World War Z, 12 Years a Sliver, uh, Big Short Selma, Moonlight, War Machine, Oxia, Boy, If Beale Street Could Talk. Yeah, basically movies. He's doing The King, Illumini, He Wanted the Moon, all these weird movies. Cool. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. But Ad Astra, what's that supposed to... What does that mean in Latin? I don't know, but... I just... Oh, yeah, I'm just Googling it. It means... To the stars. Ah. But I'm just reading the... That is very standardized wanting to make a science fiction movie about space and uh the director saying that he wants to feature the most realistic depiction of space travel that's been put in the movie which i'm pretty sure every movie about space travel has said yeah but you look at the rockets in this one it's like those are rockets yeah it's like an actual spaceship spaceship you could put a big bird on that Oh, my day. A more than of you, man. How good was Tango and Cash, though? Not I don't know. Very. I never watched it. <laughs> <laughs> Just saw that ad a whole bunch. It's having a bad day. Uh, Fucking C4. Chiffoir. Chiffoir? Um, it still baffles me that these are combat-ready lightsabers. Why would you advertise them as combat ready? So you can clonk your friend on the head with a stick of plastic. <laughs> yeah, man. Battle. Roll battle. I'm not affiliated with that woman. Uh, I love their stupid names in uh, Tango and Cash. Like Tango and Cash aren't even their nicknames, they're just, just their last names. It's Lieutenant Raymond Ray Tango and Lieutenant and Gabriel Cash Levy. Gabriel Gabe Cash. <laughs> Cash Levy. <laughs> who there? What the? Who there? Horton, here's the who the? We gotta get out of here. Is it? I forget it. He does like a shitty singing. Yeah, we're, we're, that's right. We're a podcast talking about another podcast. It's thinking it's, about another podcast. Arguably, there aren't enough podcasts that just are talking Full about stop. podcasts. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's the podcast podcast. We just talk about other people's content. Really I mean, that, that was a legit idea I had for a while, which was just every episode we do, we just do in the vein of another podcast. Oh, yeah. Okay. We I don't know if we could commit. No, well, we'd like you do a true crime episode. We'd have to actually write a true crime episode. Oh, fuck. Do yeah. like a um, NPR fucking TED episode. Yeah, you'd have know. to like, you'd have to interview me while I talk about how inspiring I am. And both of our voices will. Um, we will have hold to talk that like cadence and. Uh, if it's yeah, NPR, we have to talk like Jewish dudes from New York. We we can't do that. We just go, hey, well, hey, well, I'm walking here, Schwitz. Hey, well. <laughs> it's not a Jewish accent. <laughs> no, it isn't. It's a bad New York accent that's just throwing in Jewish words because that's part of the zeitgeist of New York. What hey, is well. the zeitgeist you're talking about? What's the zeitgeist <laughs> everyone's doing? <laughs> it's possibly the best definition of a zeitgeist as well. <laughs> hey what's the zeitgeist everyone's doing eh? the point uh, is it entertained us mm. at the end of the day that's what no one tunes in for <laughs> there are dozens of us 
They're Literal right. tens. <laughs> Thousands of years ago, into the future. Literal dozens. Dozen. Dozen. Oh, duh. Yes, yeah, that's what I did recently. Uh, Nostalgia Lane, I watched Aquatine Hunger Force, <laughs> colon movie fe- the- uh, film for theatres. <laughs> um, yeah, what was that like? That was a time. <laughs> it, uh... That yeah. bad, huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It's like, wow, I remember this. Ep- I remember this show. <laughs> Actually, the best thing in that movie is uh, a random non sequitur when they're actually talking about the plot where Meatwad, for some reason, has key codes to uh, the missiles and then suddenly launches <gasps> the missiles that weren't explained at all previously. Um, he then launches those missiles and they blow up Space Ghost at his set. <laughs> It just cuts to randomly cuts to um, George, George, what's his name? Takai. George Takai, voice of Space Ghost. Um, George Lopez. Just Space Ghosting. I was like, hey, are those missiles? No. <laughs> and then they blow him up, <laughs> like literally through his skull and just explode his face. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. And that's how I lost my virginity. Tune in next week to our NPR episode where we talk about your virginity and how you're going to lose it. Um, this has been Wired Shut. Oh, we done. Okay. Well, we're at an hour. You got anything uh, yeah. else you want to plug, talk about? Um, Schwitz. Did you have any thoughts on anything E3 related? Uh, I... The... George Lowe. Naturally watched the Death Stranding trailer. Um, that was out long before. Yeah, E3. yeah. That's not E3, is it? Um, Tokyo I think or something? we discussed that. Tokyo, Ghostwire Tokyo? Did you watch that? That looked good, eh? Yeah, like... And it's it's the first... The first time I've seen a Japanese game that seems appropriately um, informed by Western games. Mm, mm. Like, it, it's... It seems to be comfortable being Japanese, but it's not that weird Japanese siloed off thing where it seems to be completely unaware of how games are moved forwards. Yeah. Where the great. characters move like you could like um from the Yakuza like three a, game characters where everyone everyone moves like a tank. Yeah, and it's yeah. it may somehow be a modern game but it also has like final fight sensibilities. Yeah. yeah. Like um like imagine the Japanese Uncharted game. Yeah. Did you do any research into what Ghost Wire Tokyo is actually about? Because I never bought, I just like absorbed this the trailer. I'm like, huh? It's like cool. it's it's a um, some sort of. Is it a genuine um, horror game or is it a survival game? You're like I think it, and that's it's it's a free roam survival game. But I think you're um, I think if I remember rightly, she it described is. it on stage before she she showed the trailer. Announced it. I don't remember that. Um, but it. it some of those they snip that off the trailer if you don't pick oh, it's more existential game. horror I think like Evil Within because it's from that studio yeah Tango Game yeah works Game Works um, and yeah okay but it, it um, oh cool and they've got the artist from Okami and Bayonetta to be the leader and she was the lead artist on le- um, yeah the Evil Within games as well yeah which and Hel- I liked, but I wished I liked more than I liked. She cites Hellraiser as her biggest inspiration. Yeah. Well, you're, you're like a... Well, a, I mean, yeah, most of the Evil Within of... monsters look like that, so that makes sense. Because well, Evil Within is like... A Clive Barker horror it's, game. It's really. trying to... It's, it's saying, hey, remember what you loved about Resident Evil made mm. by the people that made Resident Evil, but they seemed to feel the need to go further than Resident Evil, so it was mm. all like... Mm blood violence and it was all but yeah um, I think you're a person with supernatural powers who is trying to fight to save regular people from supernatural things Mm -hmm. yeah that's what it says here you'll be playing as a character with spectral abilities um, which Bethesda's logline for the game says you'll use to face down the occult unravel conspiracy theories and experience urban legends like never before so it looks like they might delve into yeah genuine real world kind of urban legends and stuff to um, monster hunt them or something um, and then there's 
obviously bloody uh, me, uh, not Metro. Bloody Roar Three. Um, uh, la, 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 la. what's it called? The Cyberpunk. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. I feel I mean, like that goes without saying because well, we've been talking about it off the podcast and I thought we had already discussed it. <laughs> I, I think we may have just name-checked it at some point during the podcast, mm. but it looks extremely entertaining. It's one of yeah. those games that you have to remind yourself it's first person. Yeah, because the cutscenes are just going to... Yeah, and your first thought is Witcher Dev, so you think Witcher 3, which very much not a first person game mm, mm. Um, but based on what they showed it's almost like a first person Grand Theft Auto experience yeah like they, because they, they've shown the city map and it is an expansive map but and they've gone the whole mega city approach so possibly the um, it's going to feel like a, a, an entire like you know, Witcher was across an entire country essentially. Well, that's what it felt like—a small part of a country. Um, yeah. So, uh, is it finally going to do what we want out of a modern open-world game, where not only can you go through and around a city, but you can go up, up and down, up and down? Because I that mean, would be yeah, fucking like, insane if possible. Like every like building should be open. Like you should be able to break into every fucking building. It, I think it's pretty tough, but yeah, it yeah. could be possible. Well, you can't really break into every building in um, Witcher 3, I suppose, either, can you? It's just most of them. No. Small little houses and things. Uh, but the... It's like I've, I've, for a long time, I think, said, potentially before on the podcast, that just give me a fucking um, Fifth Element GTA-style game. Hmm. I think we're possibly going to get it with this, so... If not this, more so than this in a lot of ways... Um, Beyond Good and Evil 2. Oh, yeah. But that's, that's like, fucking leave the planet shit. Which, we're not... Yeah. I want that middle ground experience where we just get to enjoy a modern society. Yeah. Also, sort of if you if you can leave play. the planet like that, then you have to assume that the actual city level stuff is pretty lame. Because if yeah. you're doing planet scale shit, I don't think the tech's there yet to procedurally generate enough for it to be over to actually populate that much space yeah not without you getting supremely bored almost immediately and then um, or things just naturally not really being um, yeah, interactable samey and kind of off because yeah. you can't have people running passes on art on every single procedurally generated street it's mm. just impossible um, well do you see there's a new Microsoft flight simulator no and it is like beyond Google Earth levels of ground detail. Let's have a squiz. Oh, Jesus. Fucking Christ. That's a pretty game. Yes. So it's, it's, it's using AI procedural shit to hmm. build the city. It's fucking intense. It's so cool. It's photorealistic as shit. Um, they've got that Avengers game as well. Square Enix are uh, doing a action RPG. Oh, what? C. Martin Croker died in 2016. Wait, what? <laughs> but the voice of Brack and Zorak. And Malta. I oh, know, I do remember that, actually. Oh, not yeah. Brack, just the others. Zorak and Malta. Yeah. No, yeah, but I do see, remember that. If, if AI can procedurally generate the world to this level of detail now, hmm. how long before GTA World? Yeah. Um, depends if there's any money in it, I guess. Well, there's... All you do is make it like GTA Online where you can just fuck around doing whatever you want hmm. in the location. And the levels of... Parking lots have things in them. Buildings seem to be. Yeah, the just the birds themselves, <laughs> the way like, they, the animals the, are just behaving and interacting with things around them. Like, okay. The trees don't look like those weird, like spider web trees that you get on Google Earth. Mm. The roads have a surprising amount of. I mean, this is a, you know, it's a pre-release trailer. So it's 
partially lies, but mm. like stopping the video on the city, there's a shit ton of detail. In yeah, it's crazy, eh? And even the, the visual fidelity of the landscape stuff. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll, call, we'll wrap it up there. We'll uh, yep. call that an episode. Oh, that's right. We didn't discuss Cyberpunk. We just called this episode Wired Shut 2077 and then started recording about other shit. Um, well, this well, I mean, is... We, we briefly touched on Cyberpunk agreeing that it was cool. Yeah, we got there in the end. Um, but that's why I thought we had already discussed it. Um, yeah, just, this is... just me, it's just... Disgusting. Just, just, <laughs> me, I've, I've uh, seen. Who the, who, who the, the first king can't Time you come around my London, London, London bridge. bridge. Uh, this has been London, Wired London, Shut. London. I've Going been down, your like, host, Jesse. He's been London, your host, London, Logan. Like, I've been your host, Logan. He's been your host, Jesse. There we go. He did it. Heard um, uh, us up on all the Wired Shut pod things. Yep podcasts websites twitters Hit us up on the socials Spotify's. read our blog posts we've got I, blog I posts a, we put words to paper now i did a music music top five review yes it's of his most five favorite songs of all time it wasn't just read the blog it's a good blog yeah. um yeah and we'll catch you next time peace rest jesse to do more than one post ever hey hey yeah, I've like quietly yeah. been tormenting myself like, oh man, it's no longer like one for one. <laughs> I need to catch yeah. up. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, I, I'm, 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 I'm spurring myself on knowing I'm getting further ahead of yeah, you. Yeah, I know, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Fucking grinding so, away. <laughs> so me being a prick to you is causing me to be more prolific and you feeling ashamed of not catching up to me is hopefully going to make you more prolific. Ideally. Somewhere, somewhere in the... Yeah, we, we can only we too can only succeed in spite of others <laughs> I told you my, my next blog post is going to be me critiquing your last blog post <laughs> top 5 blog posts by Logan <laughs> we only get the... to number 3 like 5, 4 and 3 and there's no 2 or 1 so that's yeah. right I don't even rank a 1, 2 or 3 they're not that good <laughs> uh, okay this has been Wired Shit we'll catch yeah. you next time catch up